Welcome to Making Connections, a WMNT series on diversifying our future. Currently, around 50% of Kentucky adults have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Public health officials believe we'll need to vaccinate 70 to 85% of the population to stop the spread of the virus. And there are concerns that the vaccination rate is slowing down. But a new poll indicates that a majority of Kentuckians favor getting the shot. Kentucky News Connect reports. Half of Kentucky adults who are reluctant to get a COVID-19 vaccination say they'd be open to changing their minds if they had more information, according to a new poll by the Foundation for a Healthy Kentucky. Foundation Vice President Allison Adams says if public health officials can reach the Kentuckians who are reluctant to get a COVID vaccine with facts and data, and more of them decide to be vaccinated, the state will likely be in a much stronger position in terms of herd immunity. It is generally safer to achieve herd immunity through vaccinations than someone getting sick because we know Kentuckians have gotten really sick and many have died. The poll highlights the demographic groups. One in three men, four in ten Republicans, and one-third of people living in suburban or rural communities who reported they would probably or definitely not roll up their sleeves for the vaccine. Of those reluctant to get the vaccine, the groups who say they're open to changing their minds with additional information include 47% of Republicans, 53% of people in rural counties, and 53% of high school graduates. So that's important for us to to learn and understand as we build our partners and collaborations and recruit messengers as well as craft the right message. The poll also found Kentuckians are nearly split on whether they believe getting a COVID-19 vaccine is a personal choice or part of everyone's responsibility to protect the health of the community. Adams emphasizes it's okay to ask questions about the safety and efficacy of the vaccines. Whether that's your, you know, your healthcare provider, whether that's your person at church or your best friend, to go and ask those questions so that you can have that informed decision. According to the survey, older Kentuckians are more likely to have already received Received or still intend to get the shot, along with college graduates. For Kentucky News Connection, I'm Nadia Romlagon. In Kentucky, anyone aged 16 or older is now eligible to sign up for a coronavirus vaccine. And while our local health care providers encourage all Eastern Kentuckians to get vaccinated, there are many folks for whom it's even more important because they have underlying health conditions which could make the coronavirus very serious or deadly if they get it. One of those health issues is type 2 diabetes. From our ongoing WMMT series, Prevent Diabetes EKY, Parker Hobson has this story. As a volunteer firefighter for Jeannie Wheeler of Johnson County, her job was stressful enough already before the pandemic hit. It's not always a fire that we respond to, but accidents, medical emergencies, all those kinds of things. So, you know, you may be up close and personal uh, in a lot of situations. So it's been a little difficult here in the last year or so. Jeannie is also a retired nurse. And being in regular close contact with strangers as a firefighter, she says it's been hard sometimes not to think about the coronavirus. Yeah, it's always in the back of my mind. It's like, you know, I have medical issues myself. I have elderly parents. 
who have medical issues. Uh, I have grandchildren that are around me occasionally. So it, it worries me that, you know, I might expose myself to something that I don't want for sure, and I sure don't want to take into anybody else. And while a lot of us have been nervous about getting the virus, for Jeannie, the stakes are a little different. She has type 2 diabetes, and while she says she keeps healthy and manages her blood sugar well, health professionals say that type 2 is one of several conditions, like COPD or black lung disease or heart disease, that could make the symptoms of COVID-19 worse if you were to happen to get it. So when she became eligible for a vaccine, Jeannie says she didn't hesitate. Well, uh, given my current medical state, I had to make a decision on whether do you take a chance on getting it because you know with your diabetes that, you know, in all likelihood, if it's a bad case, you're not going to make it through. Or do you go ahead and take a chance on taking the vaccine? And I had no no issues with, with deciding that the vaccine was the way to go. And for me, you know, I was, I was always for vaccinations for my children. And my daughter's a frontline worker. Uh, she had her vaccines. My parents have had theirs, and they're like 85 and 89 years old. And uh, they did exceptionally well. They had no side effects whatsoever from either dose. You know, this is, it's not a local thing. It's a major worldwide issue. And, you know, uh, all the other countries are in the same position that we are. So we just have to take a chance. We do know that people with diabetes are more likely to have more serious complications from COVID-19. Denisa Watts is a registered nurse and a licensed diabetes educator with the Kentucky River District Health Department in Knott County. So we really encourage people, you know, with diabetes to talk to their physicians and to, you know, consider having that COVID vaccine. And also, we know that the risk of getting sick from COVID-19 is it's likely to be lower if their diabetes is well-managed. So we know right now it is a very stressful time, and lots of times when we're stressed, we we kind of get lax in doing some of those important things, you know, our healthy eating, our physical activity, but it's more important now than ever to try to keep, you know, those blood sugars in control and try to keep their diabetes well managed. Denisa says she got her vaccine literally as soon as she could. Absolutely. The first day it was available for me, (laughs) and I'll never forget, it was an emotional day too, you know, because just thinking what you know, the changes in our lives over that past year um, and to think about, you know, this vaccine, how wonderful it was, you know, that step in getting back to some normalcy in our lives. While Denisa knows some people might have questions about the vaccine, she says people should know that their doctors and nurses and health professionals are getting vaccinated themselves. Denisa herself has even been helping to give out COVID vaccines on top of her diabetes work. In the local health departments, 
we had long waiting lists when the vaccine came out, folks wanting, you know, to get their name down. I think most healthcare providers really feel strongly that the advantage of taking the vaccine greatly outweighs, you know, the possible risk from the vaccine, which, you know, there are other folks who have more side effects, but from what I'm seeing as a provider, the majority of the time it's just, you know, a little sore arm. And most of those side effects we we do see have been going away, you know, in 24, 36 hours. It, it, it doesn't last long in general. With my vaccine, the first one, my arm was a little sore. Here again is Jeannie Wheeler of Johnson County. Uh, the day afterward, I was a little sluggish, you know, but nothing really drastic at all. And with the second one, my arm got pretty sore that time. The next day, I just wanted to kind of lay around the house and didn't really feel like eating much that day or anything. But, I mean, there was no side effects that weren't really any major issues. Speaking of side effects, you might have heard that the FDA recently recommended a temporary pause on the one-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine. According to the FDA, that was because of rare instances of a serious blood clotting issue in the days following the shot. Health experts, though, say this side effect is incredibly rare. So far, it's happened to just six out of some 6.8 million people who've gotten the Johnson & Johnson shot. And they say the pause was a sign the system is working like it should to help medical providers best look out for people who might end up with these rare side effects. Here in Kentucky, the vast majority of vaccines given out have been from Pfizer or Moderna, and there have been no reports of a similar issue with them. For her part, Denisa says she believes in the public health systems that test and regulate our vaccines. I've been a public health nurse for 33 years. I've always been an advocate of all of our vaccines. I spent many years vaccinating babies, young children with some of the Tdap vaccines, the measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox. So we just really encourage people, uh, those not only with diabetes, but anyone to look at those possible risks if they actually did contract the COVID-19 virus and kind of, you know, weigh the risk with the vaccine. It's not something that has been looked at lightly and it's been tested at trials. So, you know, we feel that it is a safe vaccine. You know, with the fire department, we have a lot of EMTs and We have career firefighters as well as the volunteers and stuff, and they have all uh, been more than willing to take the vaccine and protect themselves, you know. So, I mean, it's not like anybody is forcing you to do that, but it's just a personal decision that you have to make yourself. Uh, I'm a, a very devout Christian, and I just, you know, the Lord has got it in his hands, and whichever way it works out you know, is is the way it's going to be. But I, I see no reason to take chances that you don't have to take. 
so therefore the vaccine was, that was my choice. All Kentuckians aged 16 and up are now eligible for a COVID vaccine. And all Virginians aged 16 and up will be eligible as of Sunday, April 18th. For more about the vaccine or how to find it near you, talk to your doctor, call your county health department, or if you're in Kentucky, visit vaccine.ky.gov. And if you're in Virginia, that's vdh.virginia.gov. Reporting for WMMT, I'm Parker Hobson. As a final note, if you have type 2 diabetes and you're looking to get your A1C under control, health departments and clinics across the region offer diabetes self-management support and education classes. And if you think you might be at risk for type 2, there are also diabetes prevention programs that support stopping diabetes before it starts. You can find out more about these programs and hear local stories about preventing and dealing with type 2 at preventdiabetesekyorg. Making Connections is brought to you by WMMT Mountain Community Radio. Find out more at makingconnectionsnews.org.